An ode to the black woman's body. She's been through a lot. Years and years on end, she chose to keep on, to hold on to love, then to love again, then to lose to love again, to hug black bodies like it's the last time, like last time every time. To bear baby after baby, praying this time maybe they'll be birthed into safety, ideally a place where someone can love them. Hoping this time we can trust each other enough to tell one another our fears. I might start by saying, I need you. Person. Oh, that is true. That's true. <sighs> Girl, I'm not a TV watching. person either, but I love power. I'm not either, but I've been binge watching it all weekend. It's good. I mean, I heard it's addictive, but you know, some stuff I can't get myself into because then I get too deep into it. Like how to get away with murder, I learned real quick. I can't be binge watching stuff. I just. I used to be hooked on that show, but that I lost. I don't know what happened. It was during school too, so you know stuff started happening and I forgot all about it. That's how people was with um what's that other show? It was Empire. How to Get Away with Mother. Not Empire, um Scandal. Yes, Scandal. Oh, yeah. She was fucking the president. Mm. But yeah, power. Power. Yeah, power is really good. Just... Go so damn fine and so damn stupid. He's I mean, how do y'all feel about the the only thing I know about Power right now is the whole theme song thing that people been talking about. How do y'all feel about the switch up? I'm like actually it. on season five, so I gotta catch up. And I don't watch it, so I, I don't have no input. Oh, okay. Tate said she didn't like it. Trey Song been doing his whole all that shit up in there. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like a damn hound dog or some shit like <laughs> like please sir just get joe back on the line somewhere <laughs> joe where you at but on the all five seasons you want to switch up on the last season yeah i wonder what made him he, change it 50 cents said that trey song did it as a favor for him so so he ain't want to pay joe that's what I was thinking. I'm like, you know, Joe need that little piece of check, probably. You Come know, on. I don't want to count his dollars. No disrespect, Joe. I'm sure he getting royalties, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he gets paid off of it. He having his song played every episode. Yeah, bro, I fast forward to it, honestly. I think it's too long. Don't disrespect Joe now. I mean, <laughs> as far as the theme song goes. If Joe's singing, you need to listen. <laughs> fast forward to 50 Cent. <laughs> Keep that in mind on the next episode. Yeah, just fast forward through 50 Shay said, forth. I need to listen. Hold on, wait, let me push yeah, play. Girl, I'm just be trying to get to the good stuff because the way that last episode leaves me, I gotta get to the next shit to see what happened. Girl. Oh, girl, I could talk about that all day, so I'm just gonna pick up. <laughs> Sound like you need some trees. Girl, or some wine. Dude. Some rolled up trees, Andrew. Mm-hmm. You need to calm down. Something on some dick or something. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take all the above. Um, <laughs> so, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is another episode of Bacon, Eggs, and Trees. You have Courtney, Nikki, and Nikhil. And we have a very special guest. On our episode, I have known this beautiful woman for a long time. Um, her journey has been 
nothing short of amazing and I'm so excited to see where she goes from here. So, special guest, you want to introduce yourself? Thank you, friend, for calling me beautiful. Um, I am Shay Cook. Yes, Shay Cook is the owner of No Inhibitions. You may have heard me shout her out on the episode. So make sure she's going to like chime in a little bit um, later on in the episode. But trust me, you're going to want to remember the name, No Inhibitions, okay? Just keep that in mind, write it down, pen and paper, type it out, whatever you have. All right. <laughs> All right, so let's catch up. Um, what have everybody been up to? Shane, what you been up to lately? Um, so lately I've just been working, working my business, trying to brand myself, trying to get out there, trying to create different functions for people to start coming out to. And then I have my nine to five, so I'm in that place where I'm working nine to five and running your own business. So hopefully I can drop the nine to five and just run my no inhibition. Yes, God. Yes, I'm oh, trying to work. work it out. Alright, Nikki, what you been up to? Mm. Speaking of nine to five, I almost lost mine today for Ooh, slapping the yeah. shit out of somebody. Yeah. Ooh. Chine, I had to so I'm I'm so serious. This um supervisor, I was talking to another supervisor and I guess he had something to tell her. Don't y'all know this motherfucker fan me off? Mm. Y'all I stood there like I was shocked and I was I had to think about it like Bitch, how bad do you really need this job? Because <laughs> fan you off, girl. Fan me off, like go. I need to talk to her. Like no, excuse me or nothing. Matter of fact, me and her, we were talking about baking eggs and trees because she listened to um an episode over the weekend and she was just telling me about it and I was letting her know. Well, we released a new one on Saturday. Go check it out. And he came in the break room and instead of him like you know, hey, excuse me. He just, like, followed her around like a little puppy dog. And then when she realized he was following her, she stopped and looked at him like, what you want? And he looked at me, and we were still kind of talking, like, wrapping up the conversation. And he, like, fanned me off with his hand and was telling her, I need to talk to you. And I stood there at least for about a minute just looking at him. And I looked at another girl that was in the break room. I was like, did that nigga just fan me off? And she was like, uh, yeah, so I went, put my phone up, went back in the break room, just to make sure I wasn't tripping, and she was like, girl, he has lost his mind, and I went and asked the supervisor that I was talking to, and she was like, yeah, he's kind of weird, because he did that, like, 10 minutes ago to somebody else that was talking to me, so I'm going to HR in the morning, I just need them to have this on record, just in case the next time he tries some shit, I knock the hell out of him. I just need it on record, okay? So, yeah, I'm going to HR in the morning because he tried the wrong one. Wrong one. Is that the first time he's done something like that to you? I mean, to me, yeah, but he nitpicks with everybody. Can't nobody stand him. Everybody leaving his team. He only got, like, five people left on his team. So, obviously, he's the problem. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going down there in the morning. Mm-hmm. Girl, yes, because I almost slapped the shit on his little ass today. Like, don't fan me off. All you had to do was say, excuse me, you know, something. But don't fan me. I ain't no goddamn dog or no net, no whatever you want to be. Mm-mm. Mm, you yeah. are a strong black woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about to give him a strong two-piece. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was about to happen. Girl. <laughs> give him that Popeye's. Okay. <laughs> okay <guys. laughs> Spicy, not now. Spicy. Ooh. All right, Nikia, what you been up to, girl? 
Absolutely nothing, just work. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all have next? <laughs> You've been nothing, nothing? Nothing at all. What are we this week? Nothing been up you? No, girl, nothing been up me either. Oh, friend, I'm going to have to send you a package. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. I got the bullet, who? I got the bullet. Test. Testimony, Courtney, I tell is PowerPoint. Ooh, I was on the Dang. website before we got on here. Yeah, I'm going to have to place two orders. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Not two. Exactly. Just put it all together in one. Separate transaction. She got to split the card. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But me, um, nothing really. I've been working. We recently started the transition of working from home, and today was like the first day of me doing that. And I don't really like it. Why? <laughs> I just, I mean, I guess it's the employer, not the. I, I just don't like it. I mean, it's only been the first day. I mean, maybe because it's the um, the team I'm working with. It's a lot of disorganization. It's a lot of aggravation. And on top of that, I'm not even really happy with where I'm at. It's like, it's that point in your life when you know you can do something more. It's just a matter of how to get there. Right. So that's where I'm at now. On top of being annoyed with the unprofessionalism of some of my teammates, I ain't gonna speak from that. Cause we all gotta get to bed for work tomorrow, so I don't hold y'all. Maybe you should get like a desk, like have like a little designated yeah. A little work area if you're going to be working from home. And you know what? I think <laughs> I think I was so aggravated because I was watching Power. Oh <laughs> I was watching Power and working and somebody reached out to me about a fucking meeting. So I guess that's what aggravated me because I had That's like what the problem was. I'm telling you, she's talking about she don't like her job. She's so mm-hmm. stressed that you watch Power. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> we'll talk about that over the, off the air. Mm-hmm. But um, who was asking where we was at this week? Nikhil, that was you. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, I think this week. I think we. Uh, well, I from didn't Sunday. Yo, we zero. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah, you mean <laughs> like the past week? Oh shit. From last two for three. Two Unless Tave ain't dropped no. Okay, well then we might be three for three then. Hell, I don't even know what day y'all counting from. <laughs> What's today? Today is Monday, so from today up until last Monday. Last Monday. Oh, uh, well, feels, uh, oh yeah, we t- three for three. Two three for three. three? Okay, know. might be four for four. Okay, she got a man, so oh, but okay. basically, um. <laughs> Uh, basically, what we're talking about is um, when we say like who, three for three, one for three, we're talking about basically who got lucky, who got some over the past week or whatever time span we decided to choose from. So that's basically what it is. Who got some. Yeah, so I already know you win the number. So we four for four? Four, four, four. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know my girl. We four for four. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shay, we four for four? You really think I do it like that, Courtney? Shay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Every day, you got time. Not I, said the cat. Said the cat. Said the motherfucking cat. The cat said moves. Give me the break. Child, yeah, we four for four. That's great. Okay, four for four. Move over, Wendy's. Yes. Good pussy energy on the line. I'm just Let's keep it going, because let me tell you. Don't eat nothing to die down around here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to move right along to our what's been popping lately, which is, for one, Popeyes and his damn chicken sandwich. <laughs> I'm so tired of talking about damn Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so crazy. Like, it wrecked up over what? Two hundred million dollars in revenue just based off Is of. Is it two hundred million? I thought it was two point three million. I don't know. It was like twenty three point something something million. It's a oh, lot it's of money. Okay, yeah, it's oh, more shit. than what I got. That's just right. free advertisement from black people on Twitter, though. Exactly. Like black Twitter produced all that for free. For free. You know, Popeyes probably ain't got no thirty million dollars to put, do on no advertising. Exactly. So have y'all had the sandwich? No, no. They sold out when I go there, so I stopped going. I've I've had the sandwich, okay. I've had it. And it was delicious. Girl, okay, when was that? Um I don't know, I didn't get it. The day Oh don't don't, don't get nasty. Don't get nasty. You had the twins. Oh yeah, girl. I was Saturday. Oh, okay. Saturday child. I stood in that line like a fool. <laughs> How long did you wait? Alright, so, uh, okay, well, once, shit, I want to say like 30 minutes, minutes. but it's crazy because you see people lined up for this chicken sandwich. I heard a guy, um, I I don't know who it was, but I overheard him say, y'all standing in this line for a chicken sandwich, y'all better be in line to vote. And I was like, yo, that's real. Like, I want to see the same energy in the voting polls. Um, yeah, it was a 15-year-old boy or something like that. Um, I don't know if he's a volunteer for voting to get people to sign up, but he and was passing out the um yeah, he was passing out like making sure everybody was registered, registered. who was actually in line like going up to the draft of cars. Oh yeah, and most of the people that he went to were already registered. So, that's good. Well, yeah, that's good. No, they just need to take their ass out there the same way they t- went out there for some damn chicken. Exactly. Well, like, sure? I mean, I just is it really that serious? I, this girl that it's worked with me, she waited 45 minutes. Um, another girl was like, it was two lines. It was wrapped around the building twice. So you place your order, you go around the store again to actually pick it up. Mm. Man, oh, yeah. I wish the fuck mm-hmm. I would yeah, burn out that so gas. Much. Yeah, that was the first and last time. I, I had the sandwich before this whole hype thing, because you, you guys know it's been out for a while. And I was like, is this the same sandwich I had? Because it was good, but it wasn't all this. But you know that, but that goes to show you how powerful propaganda is and how people can get caught up in the hype. Yeah, mm-hmm. social media, yeah. Yeah. Because I think it just started out as a meme, somebody comparing both of the sandwiches and then 
everybody and their mama done lost their damn mind. People is that what fighting happened? over the sandwich, like, yo, don't go to jail over no chicken. <laughs> now I can go home and cook. When I was at Popeye's, they sold out, and when I got to the window, I was like, when y'all gonna get some more? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> he was like, he was like, tomorrow. And then I, he looked like he was annoyed. I was like, even getting that same question all day. He was like, yeah. He was like, honestly, today was like one of the easier days because they didn't have it all that day that I went. They sold oh, out wow. the day before. But he was um, like, everybody was in line. And I still waited in line probably for like, like the drive through line probably for like 30 minutes. Because I think people just assume that they had it. Yeah. So they should have had the sign out front. They don't have no more keyboard where they can put like letters up to like say, but. I don't know. They had like a little piece of paper on the drive-through window, um, and the ordering thing, and the door. I saw some restaurants. They were limiting the amount um, of sandwiches that you can get. Two sandwiches per car. Oh, how many sandwiches people ordering? Child, people my cousin had three spicy and, and three of the regular ones. Yeah. Oh my god! You know they bowels is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I don't even know if they, like, eating them themselves. Like I said, I seen somebody had one on Facebook for $35. I'm not about to buy no sandwich. No. Mm -mm. Something you paid $4 for, I'm going to turn around and give you $35. But somebody can pay for it. Somebody will buy it. Somebody will. Just won't be me. Like a fool. (laughs) But moving on, um, I see that Black Panther 2 finally has a release date. Mm -hmm. Um, Nikki, what'd you say? 2022? Girl, summer of 2022. Yes, ma'am. Be about damn 35 by then. (laughs) (laughs) No, you won't. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna be like 20... Oh, shit. Like 30 for real. Yeah. Oh, (sighs) shoot. Oh, this ain't funny no more. Put some shit into perspective for me. (laughs) This is not funny no more. Be 29 years old. (laughs) 29. I gotta be 29 to see T'Challa again. Mm, I just got the (laughs) pants. Heavy now. Those are funny games, but this ain't funny no more. I was about to say, we have to think about age. You're gonna be carrying babies by the no, I'm having my baby at the house if I have one. Oh, baby. I'm about to have the baby with my mama. Like, yeah, I you can't come, mm-mm. cause your mama about to show out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your daddy how he feels. <laughs> Leave him at the house too. Matter of fact, he babysitting. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> oh, I wonder how it's gonna be though, cause last Black Panther, we we as in Black people ran out. Okay, I know I have my dashiki and my natural out. Did you? I did, girl. <laughs> I think I had on all black. I did. Yeah, y'all, did. y'all, you know what? I'm ashamed my mama for a second because I went with my mama and some co-workers. Watching the movie, enjoying it. I look over my mama, two strand twisting her hair in the bed. <laughs> Come on, mama. I'm on the same vibe. <laughs> Your mama Scorpio, she sounds like my type of people. She is an Aquarius. She still like my type of people. Yo, Shay Mama is so funny, y'all. Move along. But um, all right. So of course, this is one of my favorite parts of our podcast, and this is where 
we highlight um, black excellence because, of course, y'all know I love the hype us up. We are amazing. We're talented. We're melanated. We're beautiful. I can just go on and on. But today, we're going to highlight one. And it is three, three, one, two, three, three-year-old Ava Lewis. And pretty much, she's, um, she sells lemonade in front of her mother's hair salon. And the proceeds goes towards mothers struggling to raise their children. So basically, um, the money goes towards diapers, wipes, anything, any necessities that mothers need. She raises the money and, um, you know, gives it to them. And I think that's amazing because, again, she's only three years old. Right. So imagine, like, when she gets older, like, just uh, the impact she's going to have on our people and stuff like that. It's just, it's just amazing. And me being 26, it's like, dang, I need to... I need to what am I doing? Right? I need, like, I need to go out, do something, give somebody a gift card to a food restaurant, right. something. You and know, it just, don't take much at all. You it know, really don't. think about giving, and you think it has to be in a mass production or something like that. But something so small can mean a lot to people, even just being nice to people. Yes, yeah, It's a form of giving, because you can smile and make somebody's day better. Yeah, right? that's definitely... Definitely impactful. The smallest things make the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So, Nikhil, do we have any trees? Yeah. Only if it's legal where you're at, though. If it's not legal in your state, don't smoke it. Exactly. We condone that. But we got the Girl Scout cookies. Come and get your cookies. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor? It's like a certain flavor? Nah, it's just Girl Scout cookies. Oh, okay. What do people come up with these names? Listen, they sound good as hell. What the other one she had? Starburst? Okay, Not what Quentin had last week. What oh, was it? He had Gorilla, Gorilla Glue. glue. Number four. Gorilla Glue. Some nah. Shit. Something <laughs> to stick your lips together. That's what Yo, what's that glue they put on lace fronts? That got, uh, got to be? Got to be? No, what's the other one? Bold Hole? Bold Hole number six. They should name some weed that. Oh, my God. That's I'm how I to take my skin off. Pull all your edges out. Yeah, you smoke you it? That's weed. crack. I was thinking about the actual hair products. So, we don't have that segment. About. This is not bacon, eggs, and crack. This is bacon, eggs, and trees. Listen. Alright, y'all. So, I'm very excited for today's topic. And it's called For the Black Woman, and it's branching off um, a post that Shay posted on her business page. Um, so we just want to talk about it. Um, Shay, if you don't mind, want to like familiarize everybody about what the post is about, and we're kind of piggyback off of that. Well, um, basically, I was reading a book called Sisters of the Yam by Bell Hooks, and in the book, it was a passage. Um, it starts off talking about the feminist movement. Um, and it's saying in the feminist movement, it was pretty much a passage where the woman saying that it's good to be feminist and to say that we love each other and see black as beautiful. She said, that's a great beginning, but what we need to do on an individual level is to self-realize and to learn how to love ourselves as black women for ourselves, because then that's when we can truly support and elevate each other. 
as women as a whole. So that sparked something in me because the question is, are we really healed within ourselves as black women to say that we truly support each other past saying, oh, her black is beautiful, you know? And so the post is basically questioning, it's making you question, question yourself whether you feel like, am I whole and healed as a black woman enough to say that I love myself enough to love my sisters? So that was, that's what the post was about. Okay. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I don't know, like, okay, I have like a, it's not really a story, but just like my background, like I'm natural now. And when I was in college, well, when I first went to college, I was like, you know what? This whole, um, like, relaxer thing is what I'm keeping. Like, I'm never, like, who wants to see my natural hair? Nobody wants to see that. So, once, I feel like once I went natural, I was just like, dang, I thought I had a whole different hair texture. I got four C, D, E, F, and G (laughs) running through my scalp. Like, my hair is, it's just like a bush, honestly. And, like, once I did that and I was like, dang, like, this is what's coming out of my scalp. It's no need for me to wear braids 365 days a year because when I take the braids out, it's still going to be coming out of my scalp. Like, why don't I like my hair? It took for me to, like, like my hair. And then I was just like, wow, this is what self-love feels like? (sighs) I thought I knew what it was. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I'm not laughing. (laughs) What you're saying, it was just a little... (sighs) Yeah, for real. I was like, I played myself. Like, I thought I, I knew what it was. But I think that's just growing up with my mom. She was like, we go to the hairdresser every two weeks. You're going to get a perm every four to six weeks. Get a little treatment in the middle of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, straight hair is the way to go. But now, like, I cannot see myself with straight hair at all. But like, that's, it literally, like, I is... fell so in love with my hair. Like, I'm like, straight hair, what, for why? Why? Why would I do that? But that's true because you think self-love is looking in the mirror and saying, oh, I like what I see. But do you like yourself and your natural self? Right. And it wasn't until I cut my hair two months ago, um, I used to hide behind my hair. and I Did, did you cut it all the way down? I did. I oh, did. my God. My mom just did that, too. She's is a brave soul. Lord, y'all brave. Jesus, my head is humongous. <laughs> So I was like, you know, I always thought I liked myself, but it wasn't until I cut my hair that I was like, I don't feel the prettiest, but I see myself as beautiful because I can see my face. I can look in the mirror. I see my eyes. I'm not hiding behind a bang or long hair that's making me feel pretty. I don't have that anymore, but now I can look at myself and see beauty. And that is, that's a powerful feeling. It is. It really is. I don't know. I think it's something I'm still struggling with. I have come a long way since I first started my natural hair journey. Um, When I first transitioned into natural fully, I always wanted to get it straightened. I didn't want to wear no twist outs or braid outs because I didn't think, you know, I was pretty with my natural hair. But as time went on, I started, you know, doing different styles and embracing my natural granted I've come a long way since then but I still struggle like I notice when I have braids or when I have like sewings I take more pictures yes in my protective styles rather than my natural hair so that's, that's something I noticed about me recently so I'm still working on improving accepting my natural self and 
not even focusing on what others say or feel about how I look. Like it's only what I feel how I should how I should look. So that's that's something I'm still working on. And now that I realize it, I can start making the improvements. So you know, I would suggest a practice for you, Courtney. Um, like I said, look in the mirror. Just mm -hmm. when you're in your natural, quote unquote, I guess, ugly space, look mm -hmm. in the mirror because even though we see a lot of natural now, we see the the cute natural, like the girls mm. with the big puffs and the, you know, they make natural look cute, but natural is not always cute. Natural, natural is a struggle. We have four shades, four different types of hair, like Tay said. You know, I have three or four in my head as well. But when we look on social media, and it's so important to realize, too. right, what we see is what what we take in and what we what we see ourselves as and when we don't see what we see on social media we don't appreciate ourselves as much so i would say you know look in the mirror make it a daily practice to say i'm gonna look at myself with my hair all up in the air and say you are beautiful just the way you are and that could kind of help you become more accepting of your natural hair and your natural state yeah i'm gonna do that definitely do that why is it with black women? Why? Because we all, well, Xander didn't mention whatever hers was, hers was yet, but we, it's always a hair. Why is it hair? I can't cut mine off. I know I'm, I'm asking this question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking this, but I'm also hindered by it as well. I'm like, why is it hair? Like, I cannot shave. Mom, I promised my mom, I was like, we're going to shave our hair at the same time. And she called me one morning. She was like, oh, I'm going to the hair salon today, and I'm gonna shave my hair. And I was like, ah, I just put these faux locks in my head. Let me let me think about it. <laughs> let me see what this protective style look like for like the next month. And then, and now they, I just took them out like last weekend, and I'm sitting here like, I really want to shave my head. Not shave it all the way down, but cut it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm over here in a crisis. Yeah, I just told yeah. Courtney that that I wanted to cut my hair because I get tired of the twisting every night yes. and some sometimes i'll go for like two or three days and don't twist my hair and i just go to work looking you know i mean i'll wet it and put some product on it but it doesn't look as good if it was twist but i don't know i just feel like my head probably have a funny i don't know how my head looks i don't not underneath my hair so i don't want to cut it and then be like oh <laughs> hell no bitch what was you thinking <laughs> now i gotta go buy but me a it's wig <laughs> But it'll it's hair, back. it'll grow back. Yeah. I know, but I would say get some like bleach it, get some cool colors going, like like a dark purple. I think that'll fit you. I know you like, oh hell no. I see your face. Because Zandra, for example, she doesn't go she doesn't wear anything other than black. Cause I remember Chanel did her hair one time and Chanel was running out of hair, so she had to improvise. So she put like a few burgundy braids in there. And Zandra was looking like, oh my god, <laughs> like she I was, was so, so nervous. Scared. Like I was like, girl, it looks great, and you, it wasn't even noticeable. It's like until you get out in the sun, but she is so used to black, and that's how I am too. Like my sister, for example, she put a beautiful blonde color in her hair, and it looks so great on her. But I'm so scared to like branch out and try new things. If you think it's the older we get, I think it's like the older I get. Because when I was, like a few years ago, I had purple and blue and yeah, every other color. It was, it was pretty. really pretty. Yeah. And now I'm just like, ah, this is stressful. But I also work. I'm an accountant. I mean, that's what I was about so. to say. Yeah. 
Do you think it's because it's of people job? in the office with green and purple hair? Oh well, then, girl, go ahead. They're also white, so I don't know. <laughs> and that's an man, please. Sandra, what what about you? Like, what do you think as far as I mean, your perception? Um. Well, like I just said. <laughs> No, okay, but yeah, I mean, I've also had that issue as well, you know, like you said, not feeling like sometimes you're not pretty enough, and to bring up, uh, what's that What's that girl name, Aisha Curry? Yes. Everybody was jumping on her, but I really understood what she was saying, even though she's married, you know, has a beautiful family, sometimes you still would like a compliment just to know, hey, you still that girl, but you have to find out with you know within yourself because just in case you don't get it from somebody you know else you still know hey i'm still the shit and i don't care what this person or that person has to say about me i know i'm that person so you know i think it all has to do with you being comfortable yourself like beauty comes from within so you have to first look at yourself and say i'm beautiful before you know you can receive that type of compliment from somebody else i mean we've all i feel like even some of the prettiest people have their moments where they feel like they're not pretty but like i said it's all from within like you have to feel it you have to know it that you are beautiful regardless of what somebody tells you or what's portrayed to be quote unquote beauty like we're all beautiful in our own individual ways so mm-hmm. that's just how I feel about it and we gotta let, stop with society telling us like tell us how we should look to right. the only um, person that matters is yourself Yeah, true. the opinions of others is that the opinions of others true mm-hmm. exactly but when y'all think about self-love, right, is it deeper than self-image? Because I would recommend all black women, even people who aren't, um, you know, black men especially, because it'll help you to learn and understand your black woman. But in the book, Sisters of the Am by Bell Hooks, she goes into different ways in which we mistreat ourselves as black women down to how we work ourselves to death. That's not self-love. Um, how we deny ourselves from touch and intimacy, that's that's not self-love. So even it goes past of what we see in the mirror is how we treat ourselves as well. We have another episode about the love languages, mm-hmm. and this is going to tie perfectly into that. Because I was asking, it's like five different love languages, and I was like, ah, let me figure out like which one of these I am. And I'm like, uh kind of like none of them honestly kind of like <laughs> like one the of book? them kind of mostly like none of them no i haven't read the book i need to though no i haven't we're in that we're in a book club you should definitely put it in there because yeah. most of the people in that book club is black so oh yeah let me let me invite you shave right now well, i mean i i read the book i actually i'm holding a couple's retreat based off of the five love women Oh, okay. God dang it, I don't got nobody to go. (laughs) Damn, damn, damn. Could you do a a singles retreat? Oh, well, I'm doing doing a sisterhood retreat early next year, so y'all are definitely invited. Yes, ma'am. The the couples retreat will be in November. Oh, that's my birthday month. Ah, damn. Wait, now, hold on, hold on. See, now I heard one of the episodes. I thought you did have a friend. I got it. Nobody. <laughs> I got my goddamn self. 
<laughs> Listen, all of these niggas is not mine. I don't know who's <laughs> men. I don't know who's men these is. <laughs> Mute your mic, girl. Mute it. Cut it off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a person. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but tie, tying up. back in to like... Thanks, um, Courtney girl. Thanks for the segue here. <laughs> <laughs> like, being, <laughs> being receptive of like um, intimacy or like... I don't know. If I, I heard you say intimacy. I know mm-hmm. for me, um, and I don't know if it's like the same as um, self image or something like that but I know as of lately I have realized I have not allowed men to be to get close to me other than the physical like Mm. ever since my last relationship I have not been very trusting um I just don't allow men to get close to me so I'm thinking am I doing myself a disservice Uh, like yeah so I mean (laughs) I'm just I can see why yeah, I, I can I'm see not why, trusting. but you can't let that. Like literally, I I keep saying this. Like, be like a duck, like with water on your back. It's just gonna roll off. Like days go by, time goes on. Life is really short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta just like you can't just let one thing hold you down from another blessing. Like, yeah, that's true. And that was interesting. I talked to her about it. She was like, "Cause the guy I was with, like he done moved on, and it's not like I'm still stuck on him." I just don't want to experience that hurt again. I'm going to say, fuck that nigga. Yeah, Yeah. so it's like, yeah, fuck him. Like, the feelings, everything I had about him is done. It's over with. It's just me, as of now, I don't want to experience that hurt. Because as far as I know, I didn't do anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? So for me to not have done anything wrong, still being a good woman, still being faithful, still being through the, being there through the good times and the bad, and still being hurt, no, I'd I really be by myself until I feel comfortable enough with a man to not necessarily let my guard down all the way, but being receptive of what he has to offer other than sex. Yeah, to allow another man to love you. Yeah. Your the way that you should be loved. Yeah. Using all your energy on these niggas. Yeah. yeah. That seems to be a thing, though, just going back to... Um, men as far as like moving on they move on i don't know very quickly or who knows what they be doing while they in the relationships that they in but it's like they move on you know happy doing whatever and then the woman is always still left behind like she's hurt and not so much like you know oh i can't move on like i'm just so in love with him but it's just like damn like why didn't it work out for me why you know what he's doing with her that should have been me like that should have been my life or supposed to be my life but uh, went to church. What was it? Revival? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Whatever. Um, yeah, he said God brings pain um, so you can make change. So I just kind of feel like a lot of the things that we go through as women, situations that we be in, we really shouldn't even be in them anyway because, it, I mean, you're not gaining anything from it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that pain was brought so you could make a change, so you could leave. Um, same with my situation. My ex was cheating, and I stayed like a fool for a while and was going through like hell all the time but then it just came over me like what are you doing like I I had to love myself first be like Zandra this is not you you deserve better than this and I cut it off and I walked away from it and that was it so um me definitely I I was in love with him um he 
I feel like it was more so the things I knew he could do. Um, he was a provider. Yeah, he, he already had a daughter, so he was a good, from what I saw, he was a good father. So it was kind of like, you know, yeah, potential. The things that I saw in him, mm-hmm. I knew he could be the man that I wanted him to be or the man that I needed him to be. So that's why I stayed, you know, thinking, hey, I fight this out. You know, things may get better, but it it just didn't work out like that because he just wasn't the person that, you know, God had for me. So The perversion of potential. Because potential can pervert the way you see somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the, I I used to see that shit. I'm like, oh my god, he he do this. I can see that he he got like a really good job, mm-hmm. got a really good place. Like he would be like a good father. I see how he take care of like his nieces and nephews and shit like that. And I'm like, listen, this nigga ain't proved to me that he can take the trash out. So yeah, what am I what am I looking for? <laughs> I'm looking at nothing. Yeah. That's true. Time is also a big factor too. Like once you with somebody for like a couple years, you're like, damn. I done lost those years. It's probably easier to stay with them, but then you still lose them more time. Still losing mm-hmm. time, yeah. So it's best to just cut your losses and, and move on because you can be five years down the road still in that same spot. I should have so left five years ago. So let me ask you this. If you're at a job for 10 years and a better opportunity comes, would you think about the time you put in at that job? My Hell day. no. So it's right. <laughs> the same way. Move on. I mean, no, it, it 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 makes sense. It definitely makes sense. But I don't know. Love just has like a different a different it's hold, blind. I guess, on people. Yeah. Come on, Eve. Every yes. every episode, I'm thinking about the same. Yeah, man. I'm working on it. And the next guy, I mean, I ain't giving it up. Clink, clink, lockdown. Better use that bullet. <sighs> <laughs> no inhibitions. <laughs> No <laughs> but Shay, just to go back to what you said about women and self-love, how you said, you know, we overwork ourselves, we put ourselves, you know, in situations that we shouldn't be in. Um, I think is is it's the persona of uh, the black woman, you know, has to be strong. She's a strong black woman. She working two and three jobs. She putting up with a nigga. She know ain't shit. You know, mm-hmm. she handling her business. She taking care of, her, you know, this person and that person. She's doing everything to satisfy and to please everybody else but herself. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know what it is about black women. I mean, you know, I, I get it. We have to be strong. We are. I don't want to use the B. I'm not going to use the B word. We are that person. You know, we the backbone. Right. Oh, the yeah. B word. I thought you were gonna say backbone. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't. But yeah, that that is who we are. Like we are a God in our own way. So it's just, I don't know. It's it's a it's deeper like, conversation we have to have. Yeah. Um, to wake ourselves up and to get out of that mind state. Like this is what I have to do to get this result. And I feel like I feel like we are expected to be that person to mm-hmm. everybody but ourselves. Like. Mm-hmm. We are expected to be the caretaker, the the educated person, the strong person, the homemaker, independent. But as soon as we say, let me take a step back and take a breather for myself, some people who it's are rockers may take offense. Yes, it's a problem. Yeah. So you Shit, want me to I'm be a, a stronghold for you, but I can't be a stronghold for myself. And that's when it becomes abuse and you're taken for granted at that True. point. Yeah, definitely. And how can you be, you know, that strong individual for everybody else, you know, when you're not strong yourself or when you overworked and you, you know, you break down 
and you know you can't take care of the people that you were once taken care of i mean not to throw nobody under the bus but we as women definitely uh black women we have taken a lot of slack off of our men oh, we have made it easier for them to oh, to not really have to do anything they're not providing anymore they're not um you know stepping in and doing the roles that they should as men it's just a lot of things that they're not doing they're not loving us properly they're not you know communicating with us they're not listening to us and it has taken a toll on us in general and we've just kind of let it roll off we've been that duck quote unquote and be like hey well it's okay he's still here and that itself is not okay Mm -mm. yeah that's very true a lot of things are like generational though like at this point where we are like we're I feel like our generation we're kind of waking up to like okay clearly the way our parents not saying like our parents raised us wrong but the way their parents raised them which taught them how to raise us like most not saying all people are from single parent homes but I know I was up until my mom got remarried and I had a stepdad so like my brother being a male he didn't have like that male influence up until he was like 12 or something like that and at that point, he was just like, he still turned out pretty good, though. Shout out to my brother. Probably won't. Please don't listen to it. Listen to this one, but not the other ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just feel like we we need to, like, go back. It's really hard to get old people to change, though. Yeah, they're so stuck in their ways and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, even from birth, like, I feel like uh, black boys have less on them than black girls do. Mm-hmm. Like my brother, it was acceptable for him to go to a two-year college and get a barber and de- license and don't do shit with it. But when I was like, Ooh, "I want to go to a two-year college," what? You will not. You going in the military? Or you going to winter? I'm like, well, send me to winter. <laughs> <laughs> Is it safe to say that we blame uh, women for the? Uh, I don't want to say weak generation, but like this this new generation of men, do we blame women for that? For for we blame them? older, we blame the men too. I think we blame the community. I yeah, think women and men. The community out of uh, black culture, and once the community comes back, then we'll have men who teach men how to be men, and women how to teach women how to be women, and vice versa. So I blame mm-hmm. both. Blame both. Okay. Yeah. 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 I just kind of at one point I just kind of <clears throat> looked at it as a sorry boy is probably raised by a either a sorry man. That sorry man was probably raised by a woman and I just I mean I don't know. I just had a deeper thought about it like going back like you know who raised this person who raised that person like you said it, it's all put on the woman men were just kind of there for you know providing the woman still had to raise the kids and like you said it was okay for for men or boys to you know have a little more uh free space courtney you even brought up the fact with your brother at one point and how he was able to do certain things that you and your sister weren't able to do so why is it that so much is put on you know just a female in general we should be bringing up the men the same way we bring up the girls i mean if not harder because you know they have to marry somebody's daughter and i don't know just me being old-fashioned i kind of want that man to you know kind of take control just a little bit no don't don't come over here with that mess now but you know (laughs) 
Yeah. Be able to like you you lead and I'll follow, but lead me in the right direction. Don't lead yeah. me down no path of no BS. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Definitely. I don't know. Yeah. So Shay, um, I had a question on the docket, and basically, like branching off of your post, I was thinking, does that like the perception of self-love does that affect how we as women treat each treat each other because i know what there's someone with some insecurities about themselves but they'll take it out on other people because they're insecure about them so i know this one lady <clears throat> i ain't gonna disclose her name but she's she has some insecurities about herself and so, as a way to cope and to deal with it, she rather put another woman down as, as opposed to lifting her up. So, I think that's something we as black women deal with as well. Especially, yeah. like, the colorism, like, the light-skinned woman versus the dark-skinned woman and things like that. Like, we're so busy competing with one another as opposed to lifting each other up. And that's kind of... I feel like we're doing, as women, we're doing ourselves a, dis- a disservice. Like, yeah, we have things like black girl magic and things like that, but we're not really living by that. I mean, I don't see it. I don't either. I don't. Um, which is why I feel like we do have a long way to go. Because now, now it's easier and it's more accepted for us to compliment each other. You know, but prime example... You know, we have a lot of people who start their own businesses, a lot of entrepreneurs, most of them being black women that I see. And we could like a post on Facebook, but say that same woman is having an event and it costs you 25 to $30 to get in. Oh, who she thinks she is? I'm not paying that, you know, or that ain't worth that. See, then that's not authentic support. That's not genuine yeah. support. Right. And that's mm-hmm. why... You know, where did that stem from? Are you somebody who you wish you started your own business and you just because she was ambitious enough to do so? You know, and that goes from how you see yourself because how I see you is how I see myself. I look at you through my own glasses, and that's the way I feel about it. So if mm-hmm. I have insecurities about myself, please believe I beat myself down, but we would rather project that off onto other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I just can't stand when, and especially as I witness it, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, one, you blocking your blessings for one, because mm-hmm. what maybe for one person is not for you, or this happening to this person at this time, it's not gonna happen for you right now. It's maybe God got something in store for you later on down the line. So I think as women, we should focus on our self-love, focus on our self better, because as much energy as we are putting in, or some women putting in, worry about other people, if you put that same energy into yourself, you'll be way farther than where you are right now. So. I had to have self-care days. I just pick a random day of the week and just like... I need to start doing that, because I need to take baths like, and stuff like work. that. <laughs> no, my sister do that for real. She will call up out of work say she need a mental health day I don't blame her I think that should be a thing you know mm-hmm. yeah instead of PTO sick days give me some mental health days damn it cause right. we deal with these crazy ass people exactly some jobs offer I think it's up to a year for a mental hiatus and I'm like here in America yeah. 
it's like you, it's typically like law firms or like um, oh, stuff okay. like that. Like they'll give you a whole year off. We had a suicide time. Yeah, it was a guy. He was like, um, his sister was um, his sister was on vacation for six months. I'm like, how the hell are you going on vacation what? for six damn months? Wait a minute, that's pain. Yeah. Oh, look where the application. What the <laughs> hell? Now wait a minute. Mm, I know they need a janitorial staff. Six months. Something. They How stressed out can you be? Fair you ain't been working. She, she was a lawyer. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, you a lawyer, bitch. You go in people's uh-huh. lives. Especially <laughs> <laughs> you like you a defender, like you defending criminals. Damn, yeah, so she was months. trying to lease her house out um, for the last six months, and then like their vacation was in the middle of this of the year. So like the first three. They were getting ready, like, you know, packing up stuff, getting rid of their... They, I think they, like, sold their furniture. I don't know why. But they was doing all that. Then they still had the house when they was on vacation, and they was trying to sell it. I mean, they may, they may have moved. I don't know. But I'm like, six months? It's a long time. That's life changes right there. Listen, I mean, hey, if you got it, use it. I wouldn't want to go back. I would forget where my job was at. Right. <laughs> yeah. Forget log in and everything. <clears throat> right. my password was reset where is my desk <laughs> <laughs> I still work here shoot that's a long time yeah as a black woman I just I don't know I take moments I don't know I haven't done it and I'm I'm slipping but like a whole day even if I go to work like I just like as soon as I get off when I get home I'm gonna eat something that I really wanna eat even if I gotta pick it up on my way home Give me a little bottle of Moscato, you know what I'm saying? Take a nice bath. Like, actually sit in the tub. Mm-hmm. Then get out and, like, kick my feet up and watch TV. Mm-hmm. It sounds, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it it means a lot it's, me. Yeah, a little goes a long way, definitely. Probably call Xandra and try to be Ayala to fix her life. <laughs> she called me every week, once a week. What's going on with you this week? Mental bright, mental health. <laughs> I know. I'm just being a good friend. Yeah, I know. I know. I I listen. I know. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you welcome. <laughs> oh, and another thing I just thought about, like piggyback off the whole black women overworking themselves, overexerting themselves, and doing themselves a disservice. I'm thinking as black women, because a very special person told me this back in college, Juanita Palmer. I love her. Um, she told me, like, black women are at the bottom of the totem pole. Not necessarily the totem pole, but basically in society, it's the white man, then the white woman, then it's the black man, then the black woman. So we're at the very bottom. So I think we might be below Mexicans. I mean, (laughs) I'm serious. It might be like the black man, like Mexican man, and then black women. But even then, like, I think knowing that we have, we have to work 10 times harder because we have so much to prove like we're not the angry black woman all the time we're mothers we're daughters we're aunts we're nieces we're doctors we're lawyers we're business owners like there's so much more to us than what you see on reality tv and i think that's what people get misconstrued about us like just because you see these women fighting on over a man on tv don't get it twisted. Like, don't make that be the end-all, be-all for all black women. And another yeah. thing. <sighs> nothing against, nothing, nothing, I'm not racist. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, and Tave, you mentioned this a few times, like, when you switch your hair up at work. I was just about to say that. Courtney, girl, you just took the thought, just right up my motherfucking head. <laughs> I was just finna say that. I was like, I'm, I'm a black woman in a, in a, pretty much I'm the only black woman in accounting, and I'm the youngest black one, and I'm the most qualified. Check my resume. Check mm. my degree. Check it. Mm. Check it whole. That's what I'm gonna be at. <laughs> but anyways, like, I changed my hair. It's like, literally, y'all. I took some little kinky twist hair, made a little ugly ass bun on top of my head today because my shit was looking rough this morning. Ooh, child, I had looked like Frederick Douglass this morning. It was crazy. Oh, don't do Frederick. Went to work. This lady said, "Hi, Latavia." She walked, made a damn 180, walked back in my office and was just like, "Oh, you pulled it all up today?" Like every time I change my hair, it's a goddamn question. I'm just like. But the quality of why does my hair matter when the quality of work is high? Why don't you ask Jeremy when he'll get his shit cut? Why don't you ask the other bitch over there when she can get her shit cut? And I mean they're white. I think that's what they do to their hair. I know they probably don't know what the fuck. Then she gonna watch the damn lights out of hell sometimes. <laughs> but I'm like, bro, like being a black woman in a white, predominantly white industry, like I have to like check fifty things before I even get to work in the morning. I'm like, does my hair look okay enough for me to be in an office where somebody can come ask me a question? Like, if we were to have a big meeting with the CEO, does my shit look okay enough for me to go there? Boom. Okay, is my outfit... Like, I'm not thick or nothing like that, but I still be like, okay, is my shirt too low? I don't want to... Like, I literally check all the shit, so when I get to work, it's no distractions on my work mm-hmm. if that makes sense like yeah. they can't be like well she came in here today and her top was too low and her shirt was see-through and then she messed up like nah my work be good you can't say it's literally nothing you can say mm-hmm. about my work but being a black woman if somebody else do something wrong and i'm like that's wrong why are you so angry like this guy actually described me as bitchy and i'm just like oh wow wow that's i was like job? Yeah, I was like, listen, when I see him in the parking lot, I'm going to run his ass over. <laughs> I ain't seen him in the parking lot yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like... I'm booking the flight right now. Bo. I'm like, bro, okay, cool. I'm bitchy. Cool. But, um, but why? And then they be doing everything wrong. And I'm just like, I'm not like the only one here asking the right questions. Like, every time I ask them the questions, I don't I don't know. We're going to ask somebody in three weeks. And I'm just like, you're not going to remember this shit in three weeks. Right. Why not nip it in the bud now? Right. This is what I told Latavia. You know your quality of work. You know what you're good at doing. Lead them motherfuckers and let their ass suffer. Fuck them. I got to find another job first. If, look, listen, when I first moved here, I was just like, when I first moved to this apartment, I was like, fuck every... You piss me off at work. Fuck this job. Then I was just like, "Oh shit, rent." Get <laughs> hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold Water. on. Can't be walking out on these jobs. <laughs> we about to be walking out of my motherfucking apartment with a fucking eviction notice. Hold, let me figure wow. this shit out real quick. But yeah, I'm I'm still looking for other jobs. Like I'm, I gotta yeah. get up out of there. Cause, and then this other black woman I work with, she has dreads, and they be talking shit about her too. Um, low key, and I be telling, I be like, listen, he was in here talking mad shit about you, and she came and told me before they had some meeting with me about me switching my job, whatever. Um, but she was like trying to tell me that, like, me and this guy we do the same job, but automatically 
when he came in, he was making $15,000 more than me. And I'm like, 15K? Y'all cheat me out of 15K? I'm black. I'm from South Carolina. I will shoot this motherfucker up, okay? Oh, my Lord. Don't try me. But, and I was like, ah, I went to college. I'm a young black professional woman. Let me not shoot this bitch up. Let me put on my other hat. Because, you know, black women, we got like 50 different hats. Like, let me put on my professional hat. And get another goddamn job because nah like you come smiling in my face but you really trying to like hold me back like you talk shit about all the black people in there and i'm like i know y'all talk shit about me so that's why i kiki in y'all goddamn face but y'all will kiki when i get that two weeks notice and i'm gonna kiki my way out that fucking get door get ass a week week no i'm about to say a week notice i literally was going i was like yo i'm gonna be like um i need a vacation for these days and then i'm like oh this is my two weeks notice and then <laughs> run me my check for them days for that PTO, feel me? So, Let me tell you, several people at my job have done the same thing. It the guy, the supervisor that fanned me off today, he got a rep. Homegirl is gone, but he don't know that. He thinks she's coming back, y'all. He done went and took a little computer stuff. He moved her seat, so he done packed it up all nicely, moved it to the other desk. But little do you know, baby girl ain't coming back. She done got another job. She put in her PTO. She just using it, and she, when she get that check, she not coming back. Another girl that was, matter of fact, she was on his team as well, did the same thing. Y'all know Liliana. Liliana did the same thing. Like, no. Well, they uh, Sandra, where you work, the people don't like it. Girl. <laughs> child. Girl. We do, uh, we do medical debt collections, so. Oh, oh. Yeah, child. Let me not talk to you then. I don't need to be. Girl, she don't have me look you up tomorrow. <laughs> Girl, I scream people like you, child. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. But, yeah, that's what we do. So the job itself is stressful. But when you got to put up with stressful people on the phone, stressful people inside the company, and it, it ain't everybody, but it's just those few people that should have been fired a long time ago. But let me tell you, child, they is cleaning house. So, like I said, I'm going to HR in the morning. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. He tried me. Alright. Well, ladies, is there anything additional? Shay, is there anything additional that you want to discuss? I think this is a great conversation. Yeah, I do. I um I want to go back to the question you had on the docket because I thought it was very interesting. So where I had to ask people and I want to know y'all, you know, your idea of, you know, what is it like? What is your experience like being a black woman? It's hard out here for a black woman, man. Uh, Tough. I thought you was going to say for a pimp. <laughs> I thought she was. So <laughs> really Shay, thought she was. <laughs> Let's have Shay go first, and then we can go around. Um, For me, I said it was beautiful, and it was frustrating. You know, in the aspects of it's beautiful because we are strong, resilient beings. We are very mystical. We are powerful. We can wear many hats, and that, to me, is a beautiful thing. But it's frustrating because we do have to wear so many hats. We have to be so many things to so many people. And like I said, we can't be that for ourselves. And so um, I asked my sister, I was like, you know, how is it um, being a black woman? And I thought she had a great answer. She said, um, she said, it's exhausting. She said, we have to constantly be aware of how we act. If we're too nice and bubbly. We think we're white or better than our counterparts. If we're shy, we're stuck up or bougie. If we're outgoing, we're ghetto. She said we can never just be. And that is so true. 
Like being a black woman is very hard and frustrating. And I don't think you will understand if you're not one. I don't think it's something we can ever really articulate or describe to people. Yeah. Yeah. Even a black man couldn't fathom the thought of being a, a black well, woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and not taking they could, they would treat us better. <laughs> yeah, for real. Come for on, sure. somebody. And not um, to take any slack off the black man. We know y'all go through a lot of stuff as well. You know, just being men, just being a black man here in America. But like she said, you know, if they knew what we were going through as well, they would treat us better. So it's on both parties to uplift each other and, you know, try to make the other person better or just try to take some of the slack off, you know, the other person. Um, but yeah. yeah. So Nikki, what about you? Oh me? Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. You said another Nikki on the line. <laughs> Just don't let it be Minaj, please. Oh. No, 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 ma'am. We gotta hang this up. Right now. <laughs> now we got y'all know. <laughs> y'all know I'm joking. Um, but yeah, the, the black woman to me, there is nothing more powerful. Uh, than the black woman like we are untouchable we are amazing in our own way um people want to be us people really want to be us they can imitate us but you can never be a black woman i don't care how much surgery you get done i don't care what kind of implants uh what what them thing they do uh go out in the sun uh tanning yeah whatever it is you you just can't be us <laughs> you like, said go out in the sun exactly come on somebody but yeah, uh, black women are just so much more than you know their appearance. Like we are, we are bomb. We really are. I just wish we realized our potential, realized our strength and our power, not just in ourselves and but in each other, uplift each other more. Um, I had this conversation with Courtney. You know, I don't have a problem telling another woman that she's that she's beautiful. I remember we went out one night. And this girl was in the parking lot, and it was dark. And, you know, you have to pay the little uh, machine, and you get your ticket, and you put it back in your, your windshield. And, like I said, it was dark. It was me and her, and we were going to the same club, and she complimented me on my hair. And then I um I asked her, I was like, you okay? You want me to wait for you? And she's like, no, okay, I'm good. And I'm just like, you know, that feeling right there, that it made me feel good because, like, I didn't mind waiting on her. I didn't know this girl from a can of paint. I don't know her she didn't know me but we in that moment we kind of bonded we looked out for each other um my car broke down like was it last week Courtney mm-hmm. I think week before yeah it no. cut off at the light and so um my dad called his friend he came and he helped me or whatever but this girl I guess she was across the street at the shopping center and when she was coming up to the light she stopped and asked the guy that was fixing my car she said y'all okay he said yeah and she said I just want to thank you for helping her and y'all that warmed my little heart because here it was this lady she was a black lady she did not know me but she cared about me enough because somebody else was helping me so I mean mm-hmm. yeah we we are really dope um, but I just wish more of us would, you know, wake up and realize our potential. Right. And like I said, just lift each other up, help each other out. Like Shay was saying about the businesses, a lot of us are starting our own businesses, doing different things, venturing out. And it's hard to get the support um, from each other, especially, you know, black women, because it may be some things that, you know, men are interested in, like hair and lashes and stuff like that. But we, y'all, look at Popeye's numbers. We can do so much more. All of that shit we did for them for free ain't got a dollar. 
from none of that. A penny. Mm -hmm, girl, but we did it just because. He ain't raised your credit score or nothing. No. Nathaniel. And Nathaniel. Let me let me <laughs> say this for the people who don't know. See old Popeyes. It ain't the old girl that it's be on the TV in the commercials with that short haircut. It's a white woman. Yeah. So y'all running up in there, just fattening up that lady pocket. That lady could give two fucks what y'all doing and how y'all struggling the lady and waiting for that goddamn chicken raise. sandwich. <laughs> Probably ain't got a fucking raise. Mm. Stuff like that pissed me off. We do so much unnecessary shit with our time yeah. and money and... We we still be struggling. Like I said, we are fighting over a chicken sandwich. Y'all, come on. Come That's on, ridiculous. like, really. That's a word. That's a word. Okay. All right, Nikhil, what about you, love? Um, to be a black woman, I think the best way to describe it would be, like, to be a superhero, but you undercover, like, all the time. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, I like, like you gotta that. save I like shit, that. but you just, like, you got your cape on at all times. Like, you can save anything. But you gotta be undercover with it. Like you can't. Like even if they see you save something, they're not gonna be like, "She did it." Oh, that's. Ooh, so girl. we don't get the recognition that we need, but we like we're superheroes. Like th it, like life started in Africa. So we as black women can literally produce any. Like that's why we can have black babies with blonde hair. Or black babies with like ginger hair, or light skin babies, and you could be both of y'all could be dark skin. Like we literally can produce any gene there is out there. That's very powerful. Like it, all life on planet Earth came from us. Man. I have to tell myself that sometimes. I'm like, oh, these some fucking imbeciles. Imposter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Colonizers like I'm about shit. to go buy me a cape and I'm gonna wear it to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get some different print ones, girl. Yes, girl. Yeah, some, some Don't cheetah print on there. there. <laughs> okay, maybe not the cheetah print. You can leave from the Zamunda. <laughs> I'm African. Hell, shit. Put me some zebra stripes on there. Okay, <laughs> Prince Hakeem is your husband. <laughs> yes. Oh no, I'm married to Mbaku. Oh God. <laughs> Lord. Your ass is gonna be freezing up there. <laughs> Y'all know I love Black Panther. <laughs> he, and he's a vegetarian, so no chicken for you. Didn't I tell you I was gonna stop eating meat? See, God is working it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, but you can do it. I know, yeah. I can. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so, this is my turn. And sheesh, being a black woman. I just can't help, um, I don't know if y'all listened to Rhapsody's album Eve yet, but it has nothing but black women empowerment all up and through that album. Doesn't she give you Erica vibes? I'm yes. about to go download it. It's right. like, she give me Erica vibes like crazy. I love that album. And one song in particular, it's like an interlude, it's called Raina's Interlude. And one of the things that stuck out to me, well, two things. Um, first thing she said was, black women, you are a threat on every point of the map. And another point she said, you are the strongest form of human. That really stuck out to me because we are. Like, piggybacking off what Tave said, 
this world would be nothing without us. Like, even going back to the slave days, like, who you think raised these white people's children? Oh, who you think breastfeed these babies? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, wh- where would y'all be without us? You know, like who who taught y'all to cook? Who taught y'all how to season they y'all still food? Don't exactly. I mean, <laughs> still still season, cranberries. They still can't season shit. Still putting cranberries in potato salad. Like who the fuck? Who eat that? The we dog? are the most imitated, most duplicated, and we do not get our credit whatsoever. And so. Being a black woman is amazing. I love it. It has its hardships, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Wouldn't trade it for nothing. Like, I'm gonna gonna wash my hair every single day. (laughs) 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 Fuck that time for that shit. (laughs) Time, money for shampoo, hell. Okay. Being a black woman, my water bill already be high. What the fuck? (laughs) How how I'm supposed to wash? But yeah, mm-hmm. that that validation, Courtney, we have to get it from, we have to get it from each other. Yeah, we do. Fuck their opinion. Anybody else's opinion outside of somebody that's not going through the same struggle as me, their opinion does not matter because they have no idea what I'm going through. So like I said, it's all about self-love. We have to, you know, love yourself first and then love on somebody else. And a lot of guys listen to this. So share, show some love to a black woman, not just your mama. Exactly. <laughs> It's crazy because what her name is Ernestine Johnson. She did a poem and it was talking to the black man. It was like, How could you call a black woman a bitch and go home with your mama in the face? Ooh, Ernestine. If someone would call your mama a bitch, you'd be ready to like put the right. ass in but the grave. You're calling a black woman a bitch, you basically talking to your mom. That's a black woman. It's one and the same. Like treat everybody bitch. with the same respect you wanna treat your like you want people to treat your mom. Mm-hmm. And if you see a black woman not even showing herself the respect she deserves, guide her. Don't further yeah. discredit her or further tell her down. Like, show yeah, her the way. Help her like, out. That's yeah. why I feel like some of us may just oh, lack God. a little guidance. But, I mean, like I said, that don't mean you better than them because, you know, you're doing exactly. something different. That what they doing, they may think it's right. I mean, but, yeah, like you said, help out. Help us us out. Sometimes a simple conversation, like I call my friends all the time. It's all that's needed. Like, yo, how how you doing? Like you doing? Like you got what? I remember you said you had this goal five, ten years ago. You still got that? Is you still what? What's your plan for that? Like, what do you do? like I know you said you wanted to do this. You still gonna do that? Cause you said you wanted to do it. I know you said you wanted to do it. Just to keep you know keep them on their toes. Yeah, man. And hopefully, yeah. like my friends, they do the same for me. So hopefully. You should have like another black woman in your circle to keep you on your toes. Like you can't. We all out here the right under the same pressure. Yeah, the right right work. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm, mm. Okay. Come on, somebody. Preach. Oh, man, this was an amazing episode. If it I was. must say, this is very enlightening. And Shay, you can you say that book one more time for our listeners and for me? Okay, it so for is. Me. Sisters of the Yam by Bell Hooks, and I'm, I promise you will not be disappointed from page to page to page. It is like slapping in your face because she is talking to you. Let me see this on Amazon. Um, 
Right, let me go right now. I'm not reading all these deep books. I'm out there. Mm. <laughs> well, Shay, we thank you so much for joining us. I have been excited to have you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. This was great. So, do you want to like drop your social media so they can get in contact with you? Maybe, maybe order some goodies. Like, go ahead and drop it for them. So, my social media on I'm on Facebook. Um, no inhibitions, and I'm gonna spell it. I N H I B I T I O N S. Um, on Instagram, I'm underscore no inhibitions, and my website is noinhibitions.com. That's K N O W I N H I B I T I O N S.com. And my email is noinhibitions at gmail.com, and that's K N O W inhibitions at gmail.com. Um, I am open to anybody who wants to talk about things such as intimacy issues you may be having with yourself, your partner. Um, like I said, I have my couples retreat in November. So if you're interested in reading five love languages and want to be a part, you can reach out to me for that. I have adult intimacy products. Just feel free to reach out, order, purchase, you know, do your thing. You will not be sorry. Trust me. Uh... <laughs> Be on the lookout for my order. Yes, <laughs> Lord. Yes, Lord. Girl. <laughs> and I do, I do. Um, I want to shout you ladies out for having the courage to start your podcast because I called Courtney before we started. I'm like, girl, I'm nervous. Like, So kudos to y'all for having the guts to come and even just speak your opinion because we live in a place in a society where saying your opinion could get you castrated apparently so yes. you know y'all keep doing y'all thing i'm proud of y'all thank you well, thank you we are very proud of you as well. emotional <laughs> and just for this episode i just want to shout out uh black women black women we love you and black men we we love you too like we really do even y'all got our damn We love everybody. Nerves. But we, we love, love y'all you. from the deepest, darkest. We love y'all. Not dark. Most. Not that dark part. Yeah. But the deepest, lightest part of our heart. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. There's nobody else like us, like, at all. So, I uh, shout out to us. Shout out mm-hmm. to us. Self-love. Yes. If you ain't take nothing else from this episode, self-love is the key self-love all right this y'all i know i feel like bubbly inside (laughs) (laughs) but um of course you know y'all can follow us on social media it's um facebook bacon eggs trees the podcast instagram bacon eggs trees underscore podcast and twitter at bacon eggs trees so make sure y'all shout us out and Shay, thank you again, girl. This has been amazing. I can't, I can't stop talking about it. Right? I'm so much smiling. My thank you. Thanks, girl. Hopefully, this won't be the last time. Oh, girl, oh, no, honey. Might have to go with some freaky shit next time, girl. Get that live show. Yes, <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. Get that live show. We gonna have you on stage. Or oh yes, oh yes, <laughs> live show in the in the making. Alright guys, it's been real. Catch y'all next time. Bye.